0: This is so cool Sunday. Bring so inspired conversations around the island in the kitchen. We are women of all different walks of life and we have so many different stories and journeys and experiences and we decided to bring you a show to talk, to share, to inspire, to empower, and to just have conversations about life, about the things we are going through, about sisterhood. What a better place to do it than in a kitchen where we as women love to cook. <laughs> so. I I am Lena Anthony, your host, and this is my co-host, beautiful spiritless sister Judy Johnson. Hello. <laughs> and this is my other co-host, my beautiful spiritless sister Ty French. Hello. Today on Soulful Sundays, we are talking about identity. We have a very special guest. Her name is Jennifer Freeman. Jennifer Freeman is an actor, she's an author, and she's a mother. And she is another one of our Spirulet sisters. So today, we are going to talk about who we really are and really get a hold of our identity and talk about these identity issues that society tries to put on us. And, and really just talk about our spiritual identity. Before we start, <laughs> I would like to get a glass of that.
1: Yes. Yeah. Me too. All right. Thank you, <laughs> It's okay.
0: Cheers, ladies. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> 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 so Sunday. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So. Mm. Very nice. Delicious. <laughs> <You're good. laughs> as far as identity, um, who are we? Like, who are you? Not who are you in the industry, but who are you as? Uh, A child of God, as a a mother, as a wife, as an actor, as an entertainer, who are you? Because society, or I would say the definition according to the Webster's Dictionary or Dictionary.com because we all do use Google. (laughs) (laughs) Identity says that it is the condition or circumstance Mm. of who you are, or your religion, your your culture, your spiritual views—it's—it's um, it's basically a worldly definition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for me, identity is the source of your confidence mm-hmm. and being in this world. But the source for me is God. Mm-hmm. So for me, identity is knowing who my, where my identity came from.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And fo- so in order for me to fulfill my identity, to know what my identity is, I have to know who my God is. Mm-hmm. I have to know who I really am. So I mean, what, mm-hmm. what, what, how, what do you, does, how do
2: you define it's identity? It's funny because when we talked about this, this idea of sitting down and opening up, I was like, ah, the struggle was real. Mm-hmm. The struggle was real because a lot of times we hold in mm-hmm. who we are mm-hmm or we we project who we're supposed to be, so over time, at least for me, the identity thing was, uh, I was always told who I'm supposed to be, Mm -hmm. so I internalized Mm -hmm. that, and then I go to the world, I'm like, well, according to this, I'm supposed to be this kind of daughter, and this kind of mother, and this kind of actor, but at the core of it, identity is, uh, in my opinion, just a reflection, It's a reflection. Mm -hmm. It's how I see myself and how I want the world to see me. Mm -hmm. And before walking in, um, being connected with God, it was literally whatever I put into me, that's what my identity was. So what I was listening to, what I was watching, who I was around, I was reflecting them. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't always good, <laughs> in my club days and my outfits was a terrible, <laughs> was Not only because of who I was around. <laughs> but now, when you're, when you're plugged in mm-hmm. to a, a, a source that is, is is larger than life, that yes. supersedes life and supersedes time, you have to still spend time learning what your identity yeah. mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. And that's where I am. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh God, I know I reflect you. But what does that mean for me? Yeah, yeah. And you know, identity
3: changes because with identity there's growth
2: mm-hmm. because
3: I know I've been so many different people just in my 20s mm-hmm. and then to my 30s yeah. I'm different and it yeah. doesn't mean that I didn't know who I was that could be part of it but I, you always know a bit of you yeah. you're kind of naturally yourself period all mm-hmm. the time even if it's that part of you that you don't like mm-hmm. and when you grow and I, I've experienced some growth where it felt awkward and weird mm-hmm. and I think we all have and that's a growing pain right and right. that's why it's called growing pains and they're not talking about physical growing pains that kids right. get <laughs> like it's really mm-hmm. challenging and and awkward mm-hmm. and weird when you have to kind of change how you think about something Mm -hmm. mainly yourself and how you react and you learn about yourself. I've learned so many things about myself. Some things we resist when we hear about ourselves but (laughs) if that's how the world (laughs) sees you guilty, hears you, (laughs) that's What you're giving off. And if that's not who you want to be or who you feel you are, then that's something we have to work on. Right. And I constantly work on that. Absolutely. Constantly.
1: Right. And I think, for me, identity, I think, is broken down into three things. Self-image, self-worth, and your self-esteem. So Mm -hmm. your self-image is how you see yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, because of things that you've been through in life. And then self-image is you know, what you think about yourself, your thoughts, mm-hmm. and then self-worth is like what you believe about yourself. Yeah. So, you know, all these different experiences that we go through in life from childhood, mm-hmm. you know, play into a part of how we see ourselves and our yeah. identity and all these three different things, um, which is something that you are, I think you're always picking yeah. up information yeah. and mm-hmm. it's always yeah. constantly evolving and changing. And mm-hmm. it's really important to to try to do that self work,
0: yeah, yeah. all the
1: time, that so that you're mm-hmm. in the right space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, I want to talk about that a little
0: bit because mm-hmm. you mentioned childhood, and mm-hmm. the, honestly, mm-hmm. that's where our our identity stems from. Yeah, because mm-hmm. when we come out of our <laughs> mother's womb, <laughs> we that's our reality, yeah. our parents. Yeah. So mm-hmm. our identity is <clears throat> it's really formed from them. Right. You know, it's it's funny you
2: say that because. My mother was such a quiet woman that she, you you didn't know what she was thinking. You're like, mommy, what are you thinking? What do you think about this? And you, would, I would try to pry to figure out what's going on with her, but she never really told me who I was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. besides mm-hmm. a good, quiet child, be quiet, <laughs> go to school right. and get good grades and things like that, but mm-hmm. it didn't really grow me or mold me or prepare me for what High school had offered and what extended beyond mm-hmm. high school, yeah. what do you say to someone where, where you have a strong person to, to look at and to draw from, but not someone speaking into you? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you deal with that when yeah. when you weren't really told at a young yeah.
0: age, you're great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's funny. that's a good question. So for me, it was a little different. So I had the same kind of lifestyle growing up. like my mom, wasn't a person where it was like, oh, you know, I am the example. You should, you know, this is how you should be, or this is how life should be, and this is how you wife. should do things, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I never, I've yeah. never seen seen my mother married. Um, when it came to raising her kids, she wasn't the best, mm-hmm. so it wasn't like I, I was. I was never the person like, okay, I'm going to be like my mother. I'm going to raise my kids this way, mm-hmm. and it 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 honestly took me just navigating life and going through my 20s and and getting pregnant and having these different experiences and just having my own journey that I had to really figure out, okay, what Is Lena identity? Like, Mm -hmm. what do I really want? And I could not figure that out on my own because Mm -hmm. I tried to in the world, I tried to in college, I've tried to having boyfriends and and different girlfriends, but I couldn't figure it out until I realized who my source was because he is the giver of identity. Mm -hmm. Right. But to answer your question, because I
3: know you asked, and I know it's kind of hypothetical perhaps, like how do you deal with growing up and you don't have that parent? I mean, you know you need to right. be told. I didn't know I need to be told. Right, or this or you're right. that, or you're great. You yeah, kids need, need to, to be affirmed. They exactly. need to be affirmed. Yeah. They, they do. Yeah. And the thing is, with parents, especially you know, growing up when we grew up, it, we weren't in the time of technology and all this stuff right. like, where kids can find oh my gosh encouragement yeah. online yeah. with quotes or whatever cool pages that they follow. But I think because there's no parenting handbook, there are now. But I mean, there's no like rule the, book. I mean, there's no
0: right. how to be a mom one on one. No, you know, parenting guides and stuff like that. But they
3: give you tips. But I'm saying there's but it's also
1: no, a different generation then our parents are yeah. from a different generation where right. it wasn't like now you know affirmation and, mm-hmm. and a physical right, touch. Right, right. Yeah, they, they were like a roof over your head. I sent you to school. Exactly, <laughs> that exactly. What else? I love Every you. mom like, would say to me, listen, <laughs> all
0: I got to do is feed you and, and, and make sure you <laughs> got a roof over your head. That yeah. was exactly. it. Exactly. Well, see I have a different experience. I you had do. both
3: my mother and my father and they're still together today. They've oh, been married 36 mm-hmm. years. That it is such a truly a blessing and as a kid you don't think that because mm-hmm. that's you like you that's said we, that's my, my norm right. and that's the norm we saw on television you know what mm-hmm. I mean and I have one sibling so two kids two parents sometimes a dog you know mm-hmm. <laughs> throughout yeah. our lives and so they were very nurturing but not in you know not coddling okay. as babies I'm sure but they they've had full-time jobs my parents are LAPD oh, you right. know so my mother was LAPD my dad You know, uh, he was a detective. He finished his career as a detective, my mom as a captain. So they had very important jobs, but still my mother never made her job an excuse why she couldn't Mm, provide that support. She always took us to um, our extracurricular activities Mm -hmm. if we wanted dance class, if we want, so I felt loved Mm -hmm. because we had that support. Our parents always did that. My dad was with my sister playing basketball and my mom was with me Mm -hmm. and dance. And so they, I don't really recall, and I said this to my mom before, which is interesting. I'm like, I have mm-hmm. friends that say my mom always said this or my grandma always said this. I'm like, my mom never always says anything. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. So and a part of that, I was like, I want that. I want. I hear people with these verbal qu- like quips and things that they say all the time that kind of guides their life. Mm-hmm. My mom and dad were figuring it out, mm-hmm. you know. So on the outside looking in, yeah, you could say, as you said before to me, like we were like the
0: Huxtables. But <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me just explain that comment. I, I listen. I love her parents. I love your parents. Like, I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, I've that. been out here in LA for almost eight years. I've been a friend of Ty for almost five years now. And her parents has literally taken me and my family wow. in like their own. Like we call them mom and pops. Like my son called them grandma and grandpa. Like that's Aww. how beautiful they are. So like, yeah. listen, you're blessed. Thank <laughs> you. And I received that. But it's, it wasn't always easy. It wasn't always
3: beautiful. You know what I mean? I was more more the rebellious type, and we'll get more into that, and <laughs> we get into Why? deeper about our identity. had all. Like, <laughs> all. But, you know, my parents thought not. I was going to be a, a detective like them, because I was kind of, you know, I concocted <laughs> things in my head, I strung things together, and so they wow. thought I'm going to be a great detective, and I'm a creative.
0: Right. You know, I'm a
3: writer, I'm a director, I'm a, I'm in everything. Yeah. Or, you know, I'm a yeah. multi hyphenate. Right. And they still support me in that. So, but it still, it wasn't always. What people think it's still mm-hmm. not storybook it's still yeah. not textbook even it's yeah. they have their it's are human
2: yeah and they
3: come from different yeah. walks of life and they're trying to come together to build this household and they got these two girls and they're like mm-hmm. what do we do right, you right know? and so we I had to figure out who I was I didn't people thought because my parents were LAPD that oh you probably this you probably that it's probably strict you probably they put a lot of probably's on mm-hmm. me Ooh. and it was none of that It was none of that and then some of it I was trying to prove that I, I'm definitely not I'm cool I could be down I did yeah. you know and not only that I'm from the valley of California. Some people think, oh
2: my God, like we talk like this, and <laughs> we don't know,
3: we're not cultured. And if I'm right. the true. <laughs> only person
2: I know that's
0: one of the California. LA
2: Like
3: from the valley. And so, you know, I had that identity issue too growing up, and my parents never spoke to that. Um, I remember my sister especially, they kids in school would ask or ask her, Why do you talk like you're white? White. Wow. She's like, I don't talk white, I talk right.
0: Wow, ah, you know?
3: And so people, they, they had their reaction too, and some people were like, what? They didn't get it, we were young. We were in elementary school, middle yeah. school, and it's just, we're different. We're not, yeah. like I said, we're not like anybody else. Mm-hmm. And, and even in that, we've grown and had so many different mm-hmm. spaces in our family, how, who we are to each other. Like yeah. I can say today that with my family, we're friends.
1: You know, I love hanging out with them.
3: But it took a lot to get there. My sister was kind of always on that plane with them. She was type A. She did everything right by the book. A great daughter, a daughter you would want to have. And me, I'm the daughter you want to get back. (laughs) I was that way, you know what I mean? And so...
0: But I mean, look at you now. I know. You're amazing.
3: Thank you. But that's through the growth and the struggle of who I am. mm -hmm. I still am changing constantly, trying to figure out, you know, yes, I'm a married woman now, but I'm not a mother. I know all three of you here are mothers. I'm not a mother yet. That separates us. That's cool because it gives some diversity
0: up here, mm-hmm. but
3: um, no, I really look forward to that and I, you know, listen to you guys and watch you with your baby and Ooh. you with your son who's nine and you with your
0: daughter. Just My just... son is 11. 11. <laughs> I don't know why I said nine. did so be <laughs> not
3: here He would be like, excuse me. Nine plus two. I meant nine plus two. But still just to see the different ages because she is like practically yeah. a newborn yeah, and I so it. I learned from that too. And so my identity as a mother soon to be discovered,
2: but man.
0: Uh, so. So let's talk about this book you have, because she has a book called Journey to Loving Yourself as it relates to identity. Yes. Can you talk about that?
1: Yes. So it's actually, it's a 21-day devotional, and it's broken down by chapters of self-image, self-esteem, and Mm. self-worth, and it's basically my journey to loving myself, because... Uh, My whole life, I did not love myself. So uh, I basically came to a point where I was just like destroyed. Mm -hmm. I feel like my life was crashing down. I didn't know what was going on, but I just know I needed to change. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I just was like, God, like, you know, if you are real, like help Mm -hmm. me. Mm Because I don't like I had been trying to figure out my life. My, by myself, mm-hmm. and even though I knew God, and I went to church sometimes, I didn't really have a relationship, mm-hmm. so I just was, you know, just trying to do things like on my own. Yeah. Um, And just to kind of piggyback off of your guys' uh, what you guys were just saying about um, just, I didn't have parental guidance, so mm-hmm. I was raised by a single mom, and my mom was working full-time, going to school full-time, so i was always at a babysitter's house then when um i was three i was molested by my mom's boyfriend and then i couldn't tell her because i felt like then she wasn't gonna like want to be around me or she might do Mm -hmm. something like so i just wanted her to love me right Mm -hmm. and she really didn't have time for me anyway so then she later got into an abusive relationship when i was like five or six with my stepdad and he was always trying to kill us. He was a police officer. So we couldn't go anywhere. We moved like all the time. And he found us and his friends because he was a police officer. She called the police, his friends would come. He was an alcoholic. So that was basically my entire childhood. Mm. So I became like the mom. I became like, I have twin sisters who are, uh, yeah, they're 10 years younger than me. So I became like the head of the household, the protector of my mom. I was like protecting my mom from this guy trying to fight, you know, fight, fight him off of her. And then she eventually left him. And because I said, "Mom, like we have to go. Like we have to, like we have to get out of here." And I'll make money. Like I'll figure out a way to make money. So then that's how I got into acting. Wow. (laughs) So I was like, I got approached by a, a manager in a grocery store. And this manager was like, you know, your daughter's so talkative, like, because I just talk, 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 talk. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and then my, uh, the manager was like, you know, I'm not, it's not going to cost me money, I can take her up to LA, like, she'll, she will work. And then, like, a month after that, my mom moved to Bakersfield with this guy. And so yeah. I kept begging her, like, mom, like, you know, and, like, everywhere we would go, like, I would always... Get stopped to like do a commercial or something like that. So I was like, maybe there is something to this. Mm-hmm. So immediately when we moved back, I started working. And so then that's how I kind of provided a, a better way of life for us. And we got away from like this, this situation that was bad. Um, but in that, money and fame mm-hmm. and that doesn't really solve Boy. anything, right? Yeah, right? It's a band aid. Yeah. It's a band aid. <laughs> so it's a band aid. It covers up things for a while. And then, you know, things start peeking out through, you know, they were never really fully fixed. So, that's kind of what happened with me. Like, for a while, everything was great, right? On the outside, like, I was like, we got, we like, my mom doesn't have to work. Like, you know, she can be with my sisters. And, you know, she was there. We were happy family. And then, you know, I got into an abusive relationship. (laughs) You know, I still had... You know, I was so broken. Yeah. You know, I had basically just put a band-aid over everything, and I never really dealt with what was on the inside of me. So mm-hmm. I really, my whole identity now was in people telling me yeah. what I was. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm I'm beautiful? Oh, you think that I'm beautiful? Mm-hmm. Oh, you think that I'm talented? Wow, I didn't know. Okay, mm-hmm. so I guess I'm all these things that these people are saying, and yeah. but my self-worth was still... I was so full of shame and yeah. guilt because I I was abused as a child and mm-hmm. by my, you know, mom's boyfriend and all like all these different things that happened to me. So um they just really played out into, you know, me just being self-destructive. I was suicidal. I was Mm. depressed. And then I was like, I felt like I was lonely because I couldn't tell anyone because from the outside looking in right right in this industry, Mm -hmm. I had, I was put together. I Mm -hmm. had everything anyone could ever want. And like, I, you know, I could buy anything, but Mm. I like, I was not, I did not love myself. Mm -hmm. I did not, I, I, I didn't know how to, I didn't know what that was. So, I thought, oh, I'll just get married.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll have a kid. Well. I'll, I'll do, <laughs> I'll be a mom. Maybe I'm a
1: mom, maybe that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the hole that I'm trying to search for mm-hmm. this like, this, this feeling of like feeling empty inside yeah. and trying to yeah. figure out like, who am I, yeah. you know? And then when I wasn't like on a hit show anymore and then all the people and all of the people went away or mm-hmm. whatever, then I was like, well, I don't know. Like, well, well, who am I? Yeah. Am I a failure? Am I, you know, like all these things. So I finally, God finally, you know, uh, just dealt with me on all of those levels. Mm. And I like wanted to be able to help anyone else in my shoes Um, by writing this devotional, kind of he took me through this process of really Mm. going back Mm. to my childhood. Mm. And I had to go step-by-step on this journey for almost eight years (laughs) that it took me to undo. And so that's why I put it in a book because I was like, wow, if I would've known this, At yeah. 12, yeah. my life could have been so different. Yeah. That is so and, powerful. And not that it it's, is. this was my journey, and mm-hmm. this is purpose, right? I was like, God, oh, like, you know, just use what I've been through to help yeah, someone. Yeah. You know, that's really, like, my heart. So that's, that's why I wrote the devotional. Um, and it's something, it's a journey. Like, I'm not, like, you know, there's never a place of arrival, Yes, right? so like yeah. I feel like it's always constantly yeah. constantly there are always levels. There's always you know and, yeah. and things are always happening in yeah. life. Mm-hmm. So you're always having to to self-evaluate, okay, like what is that thought and mm-hmm. why is that there? How did yeah. that you know? Mm-hmm. And so um, that's yeah. so beautiful, beautiful though, story. because
0: yeah, so many people go through yeah. so many things in life, and just like you, like I too had, you know, I had a child at a young mm-hmm. age, so it's like okay, maybe I'm a, I'm a mom, you know, <laughs> and then it was like, okay, I, I wasn't fulfilled, okay, yep. so let me go get married, oh, okay, maybe I'm a wife, okay, that, that still didn't <laughs> make me whole, you know, it's like. We tried to use all of these things, our careers, our family, just people in the world to figure out who we was. And the same thing happened to me. Two years ago, when I was, I was, I had, I was getting ready for my second marriage, mm-hmm. the, the, the marriage that I'm with now, yeah. the love of my life. <laughs> and, but it was like, okay, God said, well, before you become his wife, let me show you who you are. Mm-hmm. And he took me on a journey where I had to affirm myself every day. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. within doing that, I also wrote a book. And mm-hmm. it's a it's an affirmation journal. And it's a 30-day journal to my my thing was because I had a child, I was like, okay, if my son know what I know now, hmm. what I right. know in my 30s. Right he would be so much more powerful when he get to my age. Yes. So I started using, heaven, my son, like, okay, you be the example of this book. Yeah. Start affirming yourself now. We would do it together. Mm-hmm. And the confidence, the self-esteem, mm-hmm. the power that my eleven-year-old son carry, and also what I carry now—it's so powerful. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to like commend you for that because mm-hmm. that's big. Because it's just—I I didn't even know that yeah. that we had that in common. Like, mm-hmm. wow.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> a lot of people go
0: through experiences where, again
2: you think you have to hold it in yeah. right but you don't realize so many other individuals that are very successful experience the same woes of I have a secret and I can't tell. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that is the thing that liberates people. Yeah, that is nice. the thing that
1: gives yeah, us the permission
2: mm-hmm. to say, you know what?
1: That breaks the shame. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Because mm-hmm. everybody
3: can relate to some kind of story yeah. of trauma. Yeah. yeah. No right. matter how small the trauma mm-hmm. or how intense, yeah. anybody can relate. We've all gone through it. Yeah. So I think sharing that instead of feeling like, oh, people are gonna know yeah. I'm so exposed, so vulnerable, yeah. people are gonna judge me. Yeah, how dare they judge? Exactly. If they're without
2: yeah. sin, cast a first stone. you
3: know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. right.
2: I'll say this too, because one one of the things that I find to be really, really confusing, even for myself, I'm so guilty of this, is go seeking, go finding this thing that liberates you, go finding the mm-hmm. book that you need to read, mm-hmm. finding the mentor that you need to be around yeah. that can that can pour into the image that you are, the becoming of who mm-hmm. you are. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, just like how with my mom, it's one of those things where she didn't really say anything, and in my in my 30s, I I, I took the liberty to say, "Mommy, what's up with this?" Mm-hmm. What happened here? What's going on with this? What's going on? And even though she's mm-hmm. very, very careful to give me bits and pieces, that's the same thing we have to do with the father. Yeah. It's, it, and I'm having this epiphany to say, Judy, go search deeper, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. as much as I think I know now, there's so much more mm-hmm. to yeah. learn. Mm-hmm. And the power that Taiki walks in, mm-hmm. that's what, that, I want that power. Yeah that mm. no matter what, however I'm evolving and changing, I can still be solid to the core, Absolutely. because of what I know, Absolutely. because I found it
0: out for myself. Yeah. But the, the the beauty is what she said and like what I said, a lot of times we can't, we, we're we so busy trying to get the world to define us and that's why we go look for these self-help <laughs> books. And yes. We go googling the internet, but yeah. and, and I and I, can't, I have to say it again, it comes down to really knowing who our real Biblical Father is. Now, I'll tell you, I've read a, quite a few of these self-help books,
2: <laughs> and there's a lot of scriptures in there, though, which it which really goes right back to it. Mm-hmm. Almost everyone, and even if they're not quoting the scripture, it's biblical practices and principles, yeah. And, and I'm like, oh, did they read that from the Bible? Because that is exactly what it right. says in Romans eight. But that's, that's
0: <laughs> the thing. That's the thing. I'm not saying self help books are bad. I'm saying because uh, a lot of these people, like you know, Cindy Trim, who's a who's a prophetess, and her self help books are from God. Mm-hmm. But I'm just I'm just saying like it's 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 just. It's just something to say when people are just trying to figure themselves out yeah. through other people and right. do it online. Yeah. It's just, mm-hmm. that's not how you're going to find yourself because yeah. you're going to always be searching. Right. Because yeah. what, you got to get down to the, the core. Who created yeah. you? You can't figure right. out who your identity is until you figure out who created me. Yeah. Who is the creator of identity? Who is the creator of love? The creator mm-hmm. of a father, a mother? Yeah. That's right. the only way we can really figure out our identity.
1: Yeah, yeah and for me, like... I knew something was wrong, but I couldn't identify what was wrong. mm -hmm. I was like, it was playing out in all these symptoms in my life and like me choosing like bad relationships. And I'm like, but, but like, why? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, why am I doing that? Where is the hurt stemming from? I didn't even remember that I was molested. Like I didn't remember, you know, and then I started God, like it was really me sitting with God. Yeah you know and mm-hmm. and saying like what is wrong with me how mm-hmm. did i get here wow. and allowing him as my father because he knows everything uh, yeah. to really heal me in those mm-hmm. places the way i needed healing yeah. so that's like nothing i could get from a book yeah. i read a million books yeah. i was like yeah. what book can i read now yeah. you know, yeah. because i was desperate for help yes. i like, I was did scientology i did buddhist i did whatever i did everything you yoga did therapy I tried therapy. The therapist told me, wow, it must be really hard to be you. <laughs> I said, you what therapist is this? me? go back to be <laughs> Because they don't always have the answer. They wow. just like, yeah. because it they was They get paid to listen to you. It was a hard issue. And I mean, there are, I, I have a Christian therapist, but the type of level of healing I needed was spiritual it was really just deep down in me Mm -hmm. and there was no there was there was no one that could do that but God yeah Mm -hmm. and um, and and so even to even I want to say like you know even if you don't have a mom or a dad you didn't have that type of guidance which I didn't I didn't have like guidance at all like I literally came out and was like I am going to be the hero (laughs) of my family (laughs) and I was like there was no one for me so it was like I just kept trying all these things right and getting myself into bigger messes and Mm -hmm. basically hurting myself more but I'm saying that even if you don't have that, even if you don't have a mom that affirms you, even if you don't have the dad, even if you don't have the Huxtable family (laughs) or, you know, but you know, you can still come out on the other side because God always, you know, like we don't get to choose how, like, what happens to us in life, but God has already provided the restoration yeah, and the right, healing. Right. All we have to do is come to Him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... How do we find your book? Okay. <laughs> okay, well, it's on, on Amazon. So,
0: let's talk about who we are versus who the industry see us Talk as. about that. <laughs> uh, I want to say, uh, Mr. Hollywood,
2: I am not a sex pot. <laughs> <laughs> okay?
0: I am more
2: that was that amen (laughs) no i'm a queen all right right. right. i'm a woman that has authority that Mm -hmm. has a voice to speak so when when it comes to storytelling um i'm a a pool of emotions that run deep Mm -hmm. so let's talk about the stories that highlight history let's talk about the stories that showcase women fighting Mm -hmm. um trailblazing and kicking Beep! yes, I censored myself. <laughs> but point blank, I have a sex spot.
1: Right.
3: Okay. I have a, a quick, interesting story. Yeah. So, um, and I don't even think you know this, Lena. I don't think I've shared this because some things I forget. Because mm-hmm. I've been in the industry quite a while. Um, I got my first agent when I was 13 years old, mm-hmm. and I remember. My um, first, they, they tell you when they sign you, you're gonna get a lot of no's before you get a yes. However, I went out for this iPod commercial before iPod, it was the first commercial. <laughs> I didn't even know what an iPod was. Mm-hmm. And I got it. It was my first one, so I was like, a lot of no's, haha, I got this. <laughs> and so, I got the commercial, it was great, it was fun. Two years later, I don't know if you guys remember the iPod commercials where it was the silhouettes, dancing on the colorful background, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah, it was wild. It were like, oh, five. Yeah, camera <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> girl on the first one. But um, my agent called me back, said, Apple, they just want me. I have to audition. We want you for this new one because mm. we loved you last time. Wow. I had gained weight. And when they saw my new headshots, they were like, oh, no, no, no. We don't want her anymore because wow. I had gained weight. Mind you, I was 18 at this time. Wow. wow. And so I had just went to college. I'm sitting in the car. In my co- I went to see CSUN at the parking lot like, wow, because mm. I, I had gained weight. And so my agent was like, okay, so you're at the point now where you're too big for the main girl and you're too small for the big girl to choose. Gain weight or lose huh. weight? And I spent, what? I know she was being funny, basically like lose weight, you're gonna book roles right. because I started going off for the bigger girl mm-hmm. roles, but I wouldn't get them because I wasn't that big. Mm-hmm. You know, and so just my identity in terms of that, what that did to me, mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't want to go on any auditions. And I kept going out and my agent called me the callback kid because I would always get callbacks or book the job. But that broke me mm-hmm. and really made me become, my identity has become attached to my weight, wow. always. No matter, I've been bigger than I am now, I've been smaller than I am now in my adult life. Mm-hmm. and. I'm constantly working and my dad says it's a lifelong journey Mm -hmm. and I get it. You know, it's very difficult. Mm -hmm. And, but as my identity as an actor, like even now I was sharing with some of you earlier that my new management, my new agency, they're fine with me. They're like, there's roles for you now, but I know me, the tie that I am, I know what I'm supposed to be. And it's, healthy.
2: yes,
3: And that means not having excess of fat and all of that because that's in my mm-hmm. mind. So when I'm in an audition room, I'm thinking, how big do I look on that camera? Mm-hmm. I'm like, don't look bigger than that. And, and, and think about who I'm playing with. Cause there was a role I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. I went out the other day and I was like, I'm supposed to be playing next to this person. I think they're a little small. I don't know. You know, I have to mm-hmm. think about all of that. And that's attached to my identity as an mm-hmm. actor mm-hmm. and as a creator. So I, I went to the back and I, was writing. I created my own company and, you know, started doing stage plays and things like that, putting myself in things where yeah. weight wasn't even a part of yeah. the character description. Yeah. It didn't matter what they looked like. It was mm-hmm. about the talent. Yeah. So I'll stop there because I can say so much about <laughs> it. But just any girl who has any kind of weight issue can understand, if they're in Absolutely, the industry, that yeah. our identity is always, oh, when I get the breakdown sometimes, it's the regular, you know, audition or sometimes thick girl, curvy girl, yeah. That's what How size? Yeah. How should they see my How, yeah. Well, yeah, that is who I am now because based in the industry. So I'm okay with that now because my agents are pushing me to go out. But I'm like, if you just give me some time. Because I'm are Yeah, like who, am, who am I? Are oh, you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, who are you? Who am I? I'm bold. I'm strong and I'm a chameleon. I can be so many different things mm-hmm. because I bless the Lord. I, I'm blessed, Lord. I thank the Lord <laughs> that He's blessed him. I bless him, <laughs> That he's blessed me with my <laughs> face when I look young. I can look very young if I don't yeah. have makeup on, so I can play a teenage role. So, chameleon, really. Yeah. Like, I want them to see the talent. Mm, yeah. So, it's still a hard question to just give a flat answer, like, I'm this, I'm that. I just know that I'm a chameleon. I know that I take it very seriously and that um, I'm blessed by God. Yeah. You know, I have talent and skill, and I, of course, we constantly need to work on it, but that's who I am. I'm a chameleon. I'm strong. I'm bold. Mm. And a force to be reckoned with.
1: Bad. I'm planning right. yeah, that. I'm claiming right. that, Mr. Hollywood. Yeah, in front of the camera, not just behind, not just writing, but I'm a force to be reckoned with. Well, I want to say that I am not just Claire.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and we love Claire. Not, yeah, we we love,
1: love Claire. Claire. We love Claire. I'm like, no. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. Claire, Claire, Claire. <laughs> I, I mean I I love that role but uh, I think sometimes when you play a role and then you're really known for that then that becomes your identity and people can only see you as that yeah and so I think sometimes that's hard in this industry to break out of that and you're like no I can mm-hmm. be anything yeah <laughs> you yeah. know I and and I grow up and I'm a woman <laughs> <laughs> um so I think that there's that and and I just think this industry, you know, can break you down, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because, you know, they're not compassionate, they don't mm-hmm. care. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you can be up for a role, oh, you're too old, you know, or you too, you're too young, you're too short, you're too, mm-hmm. you're too big, you're too small. And then you, okay. after a while, right, that starts to chip away at your identity mm-hmm. about who you Absolutely. thought that you were. Yeah. And then you start to question and doubt and all these different things. So, um, I just wanted to say that, but, um, but also for me, I, I think a lot of people look at me externally um, in the industry and they think that I'm one way. And I'm not, and I'm I'm smart. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm more than just physical. I'm I'm smart, I'm funny, yeah. I'm educated, I am strong. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you can look at someone from the outside and be like, oh like oh they're just pretty mm-hmm. and you know, they're they're not yeah. strong yeah. Mm-hmm. or yeah. you know, they're not bold or you know, so um so that's who I am. Mm. Yeah. yeah and, yeah. and yeah.
0: so I, this was a question that God asked me. I literally heard from God and he said, who are you? Mm -hmm. And so when I wrote my book, my affirmation book, there's a section before you do anything else, you define who you are. So I had to define myself. I am a woman of God. I am a wife. I am a mother. I am an entertainer. I am a world changer. I'm a history maker. I'm a trailblazer. I am a force to be I am a force to be wrecked. So it's not about for me, it's not about Hollywood. I don't allow Hollywood to no longer define who I am because I am more than what the industry tell you mm-hmm. you are yeah. I remember coming out here and it was like oh cut your hair oh change this oh do this oh your head should, I should be this way mm-hmm. you got no right I was so confused and you will be confused <laughs> yes. Yes. and you will lose yourself and what I tell my mentees stay true to who you are mm-hmm. right because that is important because what we fail to realize is when we go into these rooms whether it's a meeting, whether it's an audition, they want to know who you are. They may have wrote Natalia on the script and right. see her a certain way, but it's not until you come in a room and bring that essence and bring yes. that uni- you yeah, that unique quirkiness, that mm-hmm. funny girl, mm-hmm. you know, that whatever. They are looking for that person. They are looking for you to br- to really broaden their story. Right. So I am not... Who you think I am. You have to get to know me. I define who I am because I know who my father is. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, the the industry responds to um, authenticity. Yes. So, the more you stay true to mm-hmm. who you are, yeah, they say, Oh, we mm-hmm. want late like this. Oh, the character's like this. Can you be a more, little more like this? But then you'll see someone and they get the job or whatever, yeah. and you're like, They're nothing like that. They're nothing like <laughs> what yeah. they said they wanted, mm-hmm. right? Because they saw that they were authentic mm-hmm. and they liked yeah. seeing just the, the truth of who yeah. they were. Yeah. And then Prophet Levy said something this week. He said, The world. Responds to confidence. Yeah, yes. I was just going to say mm-hmm. that. The world you know, responds to confidence. Going, so when you walk in that. confidence yeah. You know the world responds to that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm just
0: you know, I'm just going to say mm-hmm. um, We as women of color as um, Entrepreneurs mm-hmm. mothers wives authors actors and um, Spirit life sisters we here at soulful sundays inspire you to be bold Mm -hmm. and be courageous Mm -hmm. because remember that i don't care what your religion is when you stay true to who you are and you know who you are and where you have came from then you wouldn't have identity issues so we thank you for joining us today and we will see you next Sunday! Cheers! Cheers! Cheers. So full of fun, so full of love! So full
1: Sunday!